Hello, this is David Abrams, and welcome to the Palms West Podcast, coming to you from beautiful Wellington, Florida. In this episode, I speak with Mia about the new rhinoceros born at Lion Country Safari on World Rhinoceros Day. Baby Aziza was born in September to eight-year-old white rhinoceros Anna. This is Anna's second calf, bringing the total number of rhinoceroses born at Lion Country Safari to 37 since the inception of the safari park. Me and I discussed this wonderful institution, how baby Aziza is doing, and the work that goes into taking care of these majestic creatures. Mia, it's so great to have you back on the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me again. I'm really excited to be here. Absolutely. So this story I really loved. As, as an animal lover, this is a, an amazing story. Only in Palms West would you have a story like this. Uh, uh, the birth of a white rhinoceros at Lion Country Safari. Uh, so Mia, t- tell me a little bit about what happened at Lion Country Safari. On World Rhinoceros Day, Lion Country Safari actually had one of their eight-year-old rhinos give birth um, to the 37th rhino born at Lion Country Safari. The workers wait, 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 actually- hold on, hold on. Are you telling me that a rhinoceros was actually born on World Rhinoceros Day? No way. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's unbelievable. <laughs> it's a making a statement the second that you come onto the world, I guess. <laughs> it, it really is. The, the rhino was making a statement from the very beginning. And so this is, this is the 37th rhinoceros that they've had born at Country Lion Safari, Lion Country Safari? <laughs> Yes, it's the 37th rhino born since 1979. So um, the calf was born to eight-year-old Anna, which is a rhino that's been at the safari for a while now. And it's actually really great that she has been able to give birth to actually two rhinos so far in her lifetime, because usually you only start giving birth around six or seven years old, and she's been able to contribute to the rhino population by giving birth to two animals. And she wanted to let everyone know that she's doing good at saving saving the species. And so uh, what's, what's the name of this new rhino, of this baby rhino? Her name is Aziza. Aziza. Wow, so it usually crazy. takes them about an hour to get on their feet and start taking their first steps. So everyone was so happy to see that she was being born on World Rhinoceros Day for one. And the workers were gathered around and they actually cheered her on as she took her first steps. That's absolutely amazing. And so what, is, what does Aziza mean? Aziza means precious, actually. So um, that, it was just like a precious gift for the day, I guess. And she is actually really, really cute as well. <laughs> it's an amazing uh, institution that we are lucky enough to have here in Palms West Lion Country Safari. It's made up of uh, over 600 acres in Loxahatchee. 
and wow. it's really quite a a beautiful place and it's it's an amazing place where you can see these animals so up close and personal so they probably a lot of people have been but you stay in your car and you drive you drive through uh, the entire the entire park and you get to see all these all these animals in each different section of the park and um, especially during COVID that uh, that definitely made it easier that everyone could just stay in their car and it's you get to be right up next to the animals it's an it's an mm-hmm. amazing park I think we we wrote a piece a few months back about how this park was ranked one of the top 10 safari parks in the country. So it's, wow. it's a real gem that we have here, here in our backyard. And to hear that it's 600 acres really puts my heart at ease because I have struggled so much with going to facilities that house exotic animals or endangered, endangered animals because there have some there have been some places back home, like there's an amusement park called Bush Gardens, and they house so many different exotic animals. And you look at their enclosures and they have absolutely no space and it breaks my heart. So I've really kind of moved away from going to visit these animals that I love so much and I would love to see, but hearing the way that they treat them and how they nurture their environment and try to give them the most normal life possible is very inspiring. And I think a beautiful thing and more places should follow follow suit to what Lion Country Safari is doing. Yeah, you, you know, they, they, they really try to recreate the habitat that they would have in the wild. And there mm-hmm. is there is space. They have they have space for for you know these uh, for all these animals to 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 roam around and um and and you know it's uh it's it's really great and, and you know they they're so used to it, all the people driving through that they kind of you know, they don't have any fears. They, they just walk mm-hmm. right next to the car and, and it's, <laughs> and I guess if, if, if I was, you know, one of these, one of these gazelles or, or the, the plains animals, I, I'd probably be pretty happy to be in a place where I wasn't going to have to be worried about being somebody's lunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel the same way, but um, I don't know. I just think it, it's such a cool such a cool concept also because like it feels so strange to just if you go to a traditional place where they house animals and you walk through it it's kind of just like okay this is accessible for us but not for these animals that are in this small space and to hear that they're able to walk freely and lead a normal life is so great and to see that they're contributing to the population of not only rhinoceros but so many other species that are endangered within their within their safari park, like, it's just, it's amazing. I mean, so many people don't know how to take care of these creatures because a lot of work goes into it. And I'm sure they train their employees very well to give them the best life possible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's it's something that I'm, you know, of two minds about because, you know, so many of these incredible animals uh, that we have, you know, throughout the world, so many of them are um, endangered and becoming extinct. And so the only way that, that they'll even survive will be in captivity. And it's, mm-hmm. it's really, it's really tough. I know that recently the, uh, was it Ringley brothers decided that they weren't going to use animals anymore. 
And um, I, I, I approve of that decision because that's got to be a brutal life, right? I mean, you're in a cage mm -hmm. all the time and you're going from city to city. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's, there's no, um, there's, there's no clear, you know, black and white answer to it. It's, it's, it's a tough situation, but um, you know, if animals are going to be in captivity, um, this is the place to, <laughs> this is the place to be with yeah. 600 acres and, in in Palm Beach County, that sounds pretty good to me. That's so much space land. What you what you said um, actually goes along with what um, some spokespeople from Lion Country Safari actually said, because uh, rhinoceros became endangered originally from poaching. Um, their population suffered from poaching, but then they started to lose more of their population due to the lack of environment that they needed to survive. So like mm -hmm. you said, they can only thrive in this captivity and it is necessary for them. And Lion Country Safari is doing its part by contributing back to the population. So hopefully um, they can have, an, have enough of their of rhinos to live in the wild again. Right. Yeah, I, I, I read that um, this is actually in, in our article that um, the uh, all-time high for poaching was actually just last decade, which really wow. surprises me because I know that with elephants, it's actually gotten better that we really uh, we saw, I guess it was, you know, maybe at the end of the last century where they were really getting poached to extinction for their ivory. Mm -hmm. And then um, countries have, I think America was the first, but, but more and more countries have uh, banned ivory. And mm -hmm. also um, in Africa, there's economic incentives to protect these creatures, right? They oh, wow. can have, you know, they, they, people can come in um, and see them. So they need to, they need to actually preserve them so they can, they can have these safaris. And I think that's, that's a big push in terms of trying to save uh, animals in the wild is, is to, to change the economic incentive so that mm -hmm. uh, people will do better with the animals alive. So this rhino um, is, is planning on staying at Lion Country Safari. Is that right? I believe so, yes. They were so excited that she was born on World Rhinoceros Day, not just because it's so funny and such a great statement that that happened, um, but they're actually happy that she was born, Aziza was born on World Rhinoceros Day because it would get, get people talking and get these animals the recognition they deserve and um, possibly like make more people have the conversation of it is an issue and these animals are starting to make their comeback, but they still need a little bit of help and support from the community. And by, by visiting these parks, I, I feel like you're giving them more resources to take care of these animals further. The people that work there, I think, um, love working with these animals. Mm -hmm. and, and it's something that's, it's something that is, uh, I've noticed throughout this community, right? It's, it's, uh, it's such a animal friendly community. There's so many farms and, um, and it's just, uh, the connection that, that people have to the animals, in this community, we did a we did a story a couple months ago about um, a, you know the uh, Pan Panther Ridge Conservatory. A, um, a leopard was born there. It's it's um, 
amazing stories amazing stories. and all of them are celebrated which is beautiful as well the community wants to hear about it because they know how special it is to have these animals be thriving in captivity so yeah. i completely agree with you and it's it's uh the animals are, are well taken care of and um and we get a chance to to see them right it's an ex it's, it's, <laughs> it's a it's an experience for us so yeah, the more that, that we can support these places, the, the better. And it is not cheap. Country, uh, Lion Country Safari is not cheap to, to go for for a uh, um, to, to drive through. I think it's something like like forty bucks a person or something. But and I, I know they they feed Aziza pretty good. I, I read that she gains like three pounds a day. No, oh my goodness! Can you imagine how much how much food that they have to eat? I mean, just the, the whole park, all the animals that they have to feed. Unbelievable. I, I can't imagine. What was your like favorite animal to visit when you go there? Like one you look out for? Favorite animal to visit. Okay, well, so the, uh, you know, the lions are a, a primo spot. It's where a lot of people are going real slow. And that's mm -hmm. something else, you know, the... It's not so much the animals you got to worry about. You got to worry about the other people, the other cars. Because some people are in yeah. a hurry and some people want to take a nap. You know, you just never know. Um, mm -hmm. So the the going going through the lion part, you can't be in too much of a hurry because everyone is really taking their time. But they just sleep all day. <laughs> There's usually not too much to sleep. There's not too much That's to see. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. That means that they feel safe, actually. Yes, they, they built, uh, they, they have these like concrete um, overpasses that they've built and the, the lions are usually sleeping underneath. So, um, so that's fun. But I tell you, um, probably the area that I like the most is, is going through where the zebras are because they're so much more active. You know, they're always walking around. And they're not scared of the cars. I mean, they'll just come like walk right next to you. And it's so cool to see all their stripes. You know, they uh, the the zebra stripes are like are like our our fingerprints. You know, they're all different, and um, and so that that part's really fun. But the whole the whole thing is is great. And a lot of times, it just depends on which animals are are active, right? Which ones are moving yeah. around. Um, you know. It's, so how uh, long does it usually take to go through the whole safari? I think it's like 45 minutes or an hour. Oh, wow. Like that. That's a good amount of time. It is 600 acres, so. Yeah, yeah. All right, Mia. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This was a great story. I'm, I'm glad you were here to, to talk to us about it. Yeah, thank you for having me. And I'm definitely going to look into getting a ticket to go and see them very soon. <laughs> And don't forget to check out our website, palmswestjournal.com, to get our latest stories. And while you're there, you can also sign up to have our newsletter delivered right to your inbox. Please make sure you subscribe to this podcast today and join us as we share our stories in this Palms West community.